At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Tuesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, however you're taking us in this morning. We appreciate it. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. It's all brought to you by BetMGM, proud sponsors of this here radio program. How you doing, Kelly? What's Good, happening? man. Just chilling like a villain. Chilling like a villain? Yeah, you know. Taking it easy. Starving like Marvin and Cool J song, that kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Matt Cox on the show from Three Man Weave to talk college hoops. Here's the headline of the college hoop season. Kelly, you ready for this? No one's great. <laughs> Everyone's beatable. We'll talk to Matt Cox about who does he trust, who does he not trust in college hoops. Dan Weston will uh, join us from Pinnacle and, of course, uh, also Betfair to talk tennis with us. Australian Open, uh, Young Gill with an 0-2 yesterday, Lehechka. Could not even come close to beating Tsitsipas as the massive dog. And the over didn't get there. He had a shot in a tiebreaker to get to that over, generally speaking. If he had won that set, it would have uh, most certainly gone over. He did not win that tiebreaker. So we lose two. So we'll give Dan Weston a shot at it today as the uh, Aussie Open comes down to the slim pickings portion of the tournament as we're in the quarterfinals now. Uh, Sia Najad talking NFL with us. Divisional round. NPJ, what are we, Tory Pines this week? Is yes, this... sir. And you will talk golf with us as well. That's right. Talk a little bit about it. Farmers Insurance, no, but Tory Pines starting to, to golf season starting to heat up here. And a little long shots news from you as well, right? Yes, a little we podcast. Have a bit news. of an announcement later in the show. Okay. Uh, Dan Bespris joins us. Talk NBA as well. The best audio in the biz. Assistant GM at Sports Ethos. 
If you're looking for clear audio, that's what you're looking for in your radio program. Clear audio of guests. Oh, you've it, come to the right place. It usually place. helps. You've come to the right place today. I promise you that. Making promises I might not be able to keep with it. No, he's phenomenal in it. Uh, let me, can we just start with some analytics about the division round? Because sure. we got a week to talk about two games, just like we had a week to talk about four. By the end of last week, we're like, I'm going to tell you for the 27th time, I don't think that offensive line is going to be as big an issue uh, with the Bengals as people are making it out to be. So we got two games to do that for for a week this well, week. Well, wait till we got two weeks to do for one. <laughs> That's always the best. <laughs> At least we have pr- a props distraction for the Super Bowl, but still, yeah. So we want to cover every, uncover every, you know, stone. What's the expression? And uh, just come from every angle. You can choose to go with it. Uh, you can choose to uh, say, ah, I'm skeptical about these numbers. But let's talk about it from a numbers perspective. And, and we give a big shout to, to Bill Barnwell over at ESPN, who, you know, this year alone has provided us with some great insight, specifically on the New York Giants, about how their huge start to the season was essentially a mirage. We've pounded that point home here on the show about red zone play versus out of red zone play, first and second down versus third and fourth downs. It's why I'm not in the day bowl camp like some others are. Um, but let's just talk about the four teams per Bill Barnwell here headed in the division round. And let's start with the NFC game. That's the first of the two on Sunday. Just some notes, some nuggets that will help you with your handicap. And by the way, the Bengals now a slight favorite Yeah. in the AFC championship against the Chiefs with all the questions surrounding the availability, and even if available, to the level of Patrick Holmes. Yeah. Patrick Man, I saw Mahomes. One and a half this morning. I didn't know we had gotten to two. Eagles still two and a half. Bengals to two at DraftKings specifically. They're at two. Yeah, a few and shops at two, a few shops at one and a half. Yeah. Looks like. So the Niners, uh, ESPN Stats and Information Research, they do this pass direction split that separates the field into 15 vertical zones, Kelly. 15. 15 vertical zones. And if you focus in on the seven zones in the middle of the field, Jalen Hurts averaged just 44.8 passing yards per game in that area a year ago. And then after adding A.J. Brown, who excels in that area of the field, the middle part of the field, Hurts averaged more than 79 yards per game across the middle in 2022. But here's the rub. The Niners, somewhat unsurprisingly, we'll just do the cliff notes version of what Barnwell had to offer this morning because it's, it's like a war and peace of the four teams. Yeah. The Niners, unsurprisingly, posting a league-best 52.9 QBR against and allowed the league's seventh fewest yards per attempt on throws to that area of the field. They intercepted and he had 5% of passes in those zones, which also was the best mark in the National Football League. So one of Philadelphia's strengths, highly mitigated, if that's a correct expression, by the San Francisco 49ers defense. Yep. And specifically, he goes into detail about Dre Greenlaw and specific plays this past week, Fred Warner, just how unbelievable the Niners are in that area. So keep that in mind when, ta- when uh, sort of handicapping your Niners-Eagles games. Now, the Eagles have a lot of positives, too, and we're just but just drawing from this past week, and this is where I get back to the whole Giants thing, and, you know, how did the Cowboys look against the Bucks? How did the Giants look against the Vikings? Competition matters. So the Eagles facing a Giants defense that sent extra, that sent extra rushes 44% of the time. Hertz took just one sack all game. ESPN Stats and Info noting afterwards, the Eagles ran 33 zone read plays for 221 yards and two touchdowns, third most of any team in any game since 2011. They were just zone reading them to death, and those runs generated 4.6 yards before contact. Eagles generated 14.7 rushing EPA, the most of any team in a playoff game over the past five seasons. 
and Philadelphia took down Daniel Jones five times, pressured him on 43.8% of his dropbacks. So good news for the Niners against the Eagles' strength. And then the Eagles just absolutely dominating the Giants. But again, the caveat, it was the Giants. I will say this about the Niners. You talk about Dre Greenlaw and, and Fred Warner and just how unbelievable those linebackers are. If you look back at great draft classes, Kelly, like of all time in the NFL, so most people will say the 1974 Pittsburgh Steelers draft class. You remember that one, Kelly. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Swan, Lambert, Stallworth, Webster. Sure. 83 Bears, which provided a big nucleus to their eventual 85 champions. 91 Cowboys, 92 Cowboys. That was just Jimmy Johnson just knowing the college game better than everybody. I mean, just completely, like, double-digit worth of players that became champions. When The 86 Niners, the 81 Niners, two of their Super Bowl uh, groupings, if you will, and the 81 Skins. But the 2019 San Francisco 49ers might not be one of those classes yet, but if they start winning Super Bowls, Nick Bosa, second pick in that draft, Debo Samuel in the second round, Dre Greenlaw in the fifth round. It's incredible. Their punter, Mitch Wisnowski, in the fourth round, by the way, <laughs> who like won, won the Ray Guy Award out of college. So I'm not saying, maybe it's not the 74 Steelers yet, but I'm just saying, they match up really well against the Eagles. And I'll say this, remember the Commandos. Sounds like I'm saying, remember the Alamo. Remember that Commanders game, the Eagles' first loss of the season. When Washington to a T, their game plan was, let's just keep the ball away from them, matriculate as much as we can. And what did I call the commanders then? And I'll call them that now again. I said they're a poor man San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. And I really believe that. That's why I'm on the Niners. As far as the AFC game, again, from Barnwell, notes. Start with the Bengals. Burrow took an average of just 2.5 seconds to get the ball out. Huh, what do you know? It's as if we were pounding that all last week. That was the second fastest release rate of the weekend. Only Hertz was faster of the uh, eight teams involved. Burrow was sacked only once on 37 dropbacks against the Bills. Was pressured just 21.1% of the time. Lowest rate for any quarterback in the divisional round. And the Cincinnati rushing attack, which none of us could have predicted, really. Combined for 172 yards, 13 first downs, and a touchdown on 34 carries. Through three quarters, meaning before it was obvious that they'd be in running situations. Mixon and Pirine. Joe and Samaje, generating 6.3 yards per carry, 110 rushing yards over expectation. And before the fourth quarter, the Bengals' backs averaged 3.6 yards before being contacted by a Bills defender, second-highest mark for the Bengals in any game this season. Their average rush attempt through three quarters was expected to gain 5.5 yards per carry. And then there's the Chiefs, and this is the problem. And Barnwell does a great job, and again, just sort of the cliff notes in terms of the, uh, the analytics, the numbers on this. The Chiefs after Patrick Mahomes' injury. Now, again, keep in mind, we don't know if Mahomes is playing. And if he does, here's what the Chiefs did with him in the lineup, banged up with the ankle injury. Here's how they changed against the Jaguars. Chiefs abandoned play action. They ran it on just 5.9% of their dropbacks after the first quarter with Mahomes in the lineup, the lowest rate for any Mahomes performance over the final three quarters of a game. He did not attempt a single deep pass after the first quarter, according to NFL Next Gen Stats. Just the eighth time that's happened since he took over as the full-time starter in 2018. His average pass over the final three quarters traveled just 6.4 yards in the air, a yard below his season average. 
And here's the Chad Henney note for those who are saying, hey, he went 98 yards. And again, he almost threw a pick on the fourth pass or the fourth play. Jacksonville ranked last in QBR in terms of covering tight ends during the season. So that was the, like, really good fortune of the Chiefs with Mahomes out, that Henny could just go to Kelsey in the tight ends. Over and over and over again. And remember, a year ago in the playoffs, when the Bengals came back from a 21-3 deficit and beat the Chiefs, Kelsey only had four catches for 40 yards after halftime against the Bengals. After Mahomes' injury, Chiefs stayed ahead of schedule on only 36.7% of their rushing attempts, generated a middling 1.3 expected points added. They were already one of the league's worst teams on third and short. We've brought that up on the show before. And if Mahomes isn't mobile uh, mobile enough to boot or run play action, defenses, as Barnwell notes, will find it much easier to key on what this offense is doing. Last thing, Kansas City has the league's best offense at managing third and long, converting an unbelievable 47.6% of the time in the 8 to 12-yard range this season. The league average, by the way, was 27.6%. Just three offenses over the previous 15 years had a better percentage, but here's the deal. Mahomes' ability to scramble and extend those plays helped key that success. He averaged a league-high 3.7 seconds before passing in those situations, and if that goes in the window, not only will they have trouble on third and short, but the numbers tell us they'll have trouble on third and long, too. So that's a It's a lot of conviction there through the analytics on the Bengals versus a Mahomes-hampered Chiefs team. You might not have needed the analytics to to already get to that, your own, but those are the numbers to corroborate it. And then in terms of the Niners and the Eagles, it's hard to know how good the Eagles are after a performance against a weak Giants team, quite frankly. And the Niners linebackers just play so great to the Eagles' strengths. Put all that in the bucket, all that in the handicapping bucket. Food for thought. We'll talk some college basketball on the other side. Matt Cox from Three Man Weep. Next, Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. What are you waiting for? BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Just download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the uh, feedback. Kelly, do you always appreciate the feedback? I never hear you saying you appreciate the feedback. I always appreciate it. I was just curious. Uh, this is Especially <laughs> when they let us know their audio is not working well. Th- thank yeah, you thank you for, you for that yesterday. yesterday. I had no idea that everybody with a, a storm of those yesterday yeah. did not know. Uh, let's see. David Chalifor. Hey, guys, thoughts on the snow? evening out the line play, thus helping Cincy. Oh, I think it definitely helped. It helped both teams, quite frankly, on on offense. Not only with the whole receivers know where they're going, defenders don't, but yes, uh, each quarterback was helped by the snow, for sure. That should be noted. Trip Tepper, too bad Trey Lance isn't healthy enough to stimulate the zone read that hurts runs. If the Niners get a good look all week on the zone read, their front can disrupt it. That's a good point. I'm sure Jimmy G's doing a great job doing that. <laughs> the fleet of foot, Jimmy G. I'm sure. Can you imagine? That's right. Exact replica. Would you trade for Trey Lance right now? By the way, would you if you were if you were another team? I have no idea. the 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 Forty Niners offseason is so fascinating. It's fascinating. Jimmy. Yes, it is. Jimmy G's probably gone, and then you got Brock Purdy's got to be the starter. Got to be. I think I roll into camp with both of them though. You do. Because you might like, like you, you're holding all the cards. There's no rush to get rid of one. So of we them. we just talked about how great the 2019 Niners draft is. So this is John Lynch we're talking about. Does John Lynch? Do you blast John Lynch for the Trey Lance trade if he also drafted Brock Purdy last in that in an, in another draft? <laughs> was it the same draft or a different draft? It was a different draft, I think, right? Yeah, year after. Yeah, year after. So, but so like. Do those things cancel out? No, because they maybe would trade and they gave up draft capitals to get Lance, so it's not quite an even trade. But at least he's got that to say, I guess. Or he's not really going to get criticized because Brock Purdy will save right. that front, you know, which save is, him from criticism. Which is super lucky and fortunate, but on the other hand, you did draft him. Right. Las Vegas, uh, Las Vegas, 514. Yo, if we're a poor man San Francisco, he's talking about the commanders, are we now just poor Hopefully not after Snyder sells. Hurry up and sell. Yeah, I'm with you, man. <laughs> Al Giannis, nice to know that whenever I'm feeling a, a little bit of a little bit nervous about the Niners, I can flip on Gil in the morning to whisper sweet nothings and tell me everything's going to be all right. My man. Let's talk some college hoops. 
Here's the thing. As the NFL season drifts further and further into February, uh, that means it drifts further and further towards conference tournaments and actual and the actual big dance. Like the difference is like just two weeks at this point. And so it'll be here in no time. Matty Cox joins us from Three Man Weave. How you doing? I'm great, Gil. How are you boys doing? It's been a while. I'm doing very well. Yeah, man. Because, you know, you gave us Jim Root. You uh, you scheduling Kai McKeon. How does that scheduling work? Do you guys do a three-man weave rotation with us? Or you, or do you... We, we like to keep it a true round robin, but, you know, schedules, uh, you know, there, there's wrenches that are thrown in occasionally. And so uh, my, my lovely colleagues have stepped in um, in my state plenty of times. So for that, I thank them. Tip my cap to them. Oh, Loyal it, service again, to this program. Again, it feels like a bit of a tier system with Matt, where he's on a bit of a pedestal, and the others step in for him. Mm. You know, get that with correct. Me? Yeah, correct. It, it's oh. it, it's that's actually a fact, Gil. So um, it's also <laughs> I'm trying to hedge my trying to hedge my bets against the uh, the pretty porous record I have on this show the last twelve months okay. here to date. So yeah. yeah, I'm trying to farm out my better handicappers, okay. save my losers for selected. Let's re- let's redeem yourself, shall we? Yeah, let, let me just ask, let me ask you some bigger questions here. Uh, would you agree? Let's just start that. Uh, no one's great. Everybody's beatable. Yep, hundred percent. We oh. said that preseason. That's I've that narrative will not change throughout the rest of the year. That still holds. Okay, so let's talk about. And again, it'll be here in no time because people are all you know. People are going to land. There's obviously the, the the college basketball handicappers that follow this from the beginning, and then there's a lot of casual fans who are all into football. And as soon as football ends, they'll be like, "Wait, it's conference tournaments. Let's do this." Um, Who do you trust more than others? Let's play this game. So Kansas loses its third in a row, uh, but it's to Baylor. There's no real shame in that. Do you trust Kansas come March? Uh, I do. I trust them more than most, but there's teams I trust more, I guess, if you're trying to filter this down to who, what of the potential great teams or in, you know, competitors, national title contenders, whatever you want to call them, who do I trust the most? I'm going to guess you probably my top five, but, um, just because they're veteran, uh, I love Dewan Harris at, at the point guard spot, and Bill Self's proven it. So, uh, but there are others I trust more. Yeah, and I'm, I'll guess that that's UConn and Houston at the top of the list. Man, I really trusted UConn until now. I'm not sure if I do anymore. But Houston has always been the redeeming, um, the most redeeming, most trustworthy team um, in the country. In my opinion, I know they just lost to Temple at home, which is not going to age very well. They have had some recent shot making issues. Um, some recent issues with their offense stagnating. They're not quite getting high-quality shots. There's been some folks on Twitter talking about that. However, I think of all the flaws that all the teams have as you go down you know, the top 10, top 30, whatever, how many teams do you think are in that cut line? I think Houston's flaws are the most fixable in terms of they don't take great shot always. They're not great pure shooters, but they can always compensate with getting second and third shots on the offensive glass. I just think that when you have a team that's built – to you know, back to your our, our giant killer discussions with winning the possession war. Mm-hmm. Houston will never win the possession. Will never lose the possession war, right? So they're a very very low risk for being upset. And I think that um, even in games when their shooting is cold, they're the best type of team to withstand that and grind out a win. Where other teams, you know, I think they're more reliant on shooting the ball effectively from the outside. Um, it might be more prone to being upset by a giant killer in round one or round two. So Houston's my number one pick. Okay, but if not Houston, then who? Alabama. Really? Okay. Yeah. Tennessee has that similar Houston DNA, just like a bunch of pros, pros, you know, we call it the get off the bus test. I don't trust that offense. And we've seen Rick Barnes be coached, schemed against uh, in the NCAA tournament. I still don't trust produced guards all the way. UConn's guards have been part of the reason why they've slid. 
man, like even Marquette's making a case now to convince me St. Mary's. I just don't think those two teams have the talent that Bama does. Bama's been uber impressive on both ends. So I'd say the Crimson Tide are the uh, my second team behind Houston there. Um, who's, I've asked you this in different ways before, but like of the so is Purdue the one you trust of the of the elite of the supposed elite right now? Purdue's the number one ranked team in the country as it stands this moment. You don't put them in the list, clearly. I don't. No, I don't. I just their guards have been extremely impressive so far. Let's give them credit where it's due. Uh, Painter brought in a lawyer, and he's got a young, solid backcourt who I think executes what he wants to do to a T. I just think they lack that dynamism, that game-breaking um, ability that the guards of Alabama have, the guards of UCLA uh, for sure have, um, the guards of Houston for the most part have. I, I just don't see that on this Purdue team, and I think we're starting to see evidence, very small, but but some uh, some evidence that you can scheme against Zach Eady. And again, the old mantra of you can defend a legit big in the tournament, I I hate citing narratives, but I do think that one's held up um, over the last few years. So that that's my worry about Purdue, and that's why I probably put them on a you know pedestal below the Houston's and the Bama's of trustworthiness. Okay, and then the last thing, though, let me give you a group here, and you tell me who you like the best: uh, Kentucky, UCLA, Arizona, Texas, TCU. Toss up between the two Pac-12 schools. Actually, mm-hmm. I'd go. I think I actually go UCLA by a nose over Arizona, even though we just saw UCLA lose to Arizona. I don't want to use that recency bias in my decision here. I like UCLA's guards. Um, I I know their front line is a little bit uh, unproven, but they've really grown up a lot the last few weeks. Uh, Mick Cronin's a great developer of bigs, so even if he doesn't have like those marquee big-name bigs, he can uh, harvest the most out of them, which he's done so far. I like Arizona's bigs, but I don't love their backcourt. So it's like you could form a super team of Arizona and UCLA. That'd be my answer. Um, but, you know, push comes to shove, I tend to trust backcourt over frontcourt. So I UCLA of that group. All right, we only got 90 seconds. I want to get to your pick. But the last thing is Temple obviously beating Houston. Uh, really bad losses, really good win. Is there a team like that? Maybe it's not Temple where you're like, man, if this team, which is so middling right now, caught fire somehow, they would be a scary, scary team come March. Ooh. Uh, I'm trying to think right now. You know, I... UAB's been really falling off. I kind of think they're just dead in the water at this point, but it's a team that I think is going to be still very giant killer-esque from that mid-major, lower seed type of play. Um, I still think Dayton, too. Dayton's a team I I keep an eye on. I know they've had some struggles, but but they're they're all the way legit when they're at their best, and they're they're getting healthier as well. What do you like today, man? Uh, I like two. Looking at Oklahoma State. Um, I actually just bet the Pokes against Texas um, in the first matchup. I think it was a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Now Pokes go on the road to Austin. Uh, Smart Money's bet this up pretty heavily um, to Texas at minus nine. I see at South Point now. Um, I just think it's way too high. I know Oklahoma State's got some injury issues. Moose C say their big guy up front's been uh, banged up. I just think it's way too high. And Boyne squad's been ultra feisty last couple games out. Uh, my second one... Um, I'm going to ride this Iowa State train, man. I, I'm not a K-State believer, so clones minus five at home. Hope magic. Get it done. So Oklahoma State and then Iowa State, given the points against Kansas State, right. are the two plays. Matt, appreciate it. It's going to be fun, man. We'll talk again. Somebody put up an NIT market already. I appreciate <laughs> it. CBI, too. Yes, that, that as well. All the other acronyms. Thank you, Matt. Matty Cox, at Matty underscore Cox on Twitter. 3MW underscore CBB for all of Three Man Weaves picks. We'll talk some Super Bowl odds and MVP odds once again next. 
numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VSIN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin. Artie Moreno was going to uh, sell the, uh, the Los Angeles Angels. Was looking for $2.5 billion for a Major League Baseball team. That would have been a record. That was, that was his ask. I'm looking for $2.5 billion, too. Just for the heck of it? Just for the heck of it, yeah. Uh, apparently, I don't know if he didn't get that offer and was like, yeah, maybe I'll try this again another time. Or if you take him at his word and he said, I just, you know, he got pangs about selling and he was like, ah, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Like I going mean, through the process. He might not be there forever, but it's hard to imagine selling any team with someone named Shohei Otani. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you know what I mean? Can you imagine walking away before he walks away? Wants to win a World Series bad, man. Uh, football news. Bill O'Brien returning to the Patriots after agreeing to a deal yesterday. Championship! To becoming New, <laughs> to becoming <laughs> New England's next offensive coordinator. Sources telling ESPN's Adam Schefter and Chris Lowe. And then uh, Zeke. Ezekiel Elliott willing to accept a pay cut to remain in Dallas. No way! Well, at least somebody's giving him good advice. I loved both of those pieces of news this morning. That's like, great. Ezekiel Elliott, it's like, well, yeah, nobody's defended you more in your entire career than Jerry Jones. Yes. Yes. You better be willing to take a pay cut to go back. Are you kidding me? And, oh, wait, your uh, competition on the running back depth chart might not be uh, as stiff at the beginning of next season with uh, Tony Pollard going down. So that one kind of kind of cracked me up. And then uh, Bill O'Brien, what, what's the overreaction going to be like for Patriots fans today? I don't, even they probably are probably nonplussed to a certain degree, aren't they? I don't know. I feel like they think any move. Or maybe they aren't. Any former Patriot that comes back that's in the Bill (laughs) Belichick tree, it's like automatic, like, all right, we're back on track. (laughs) Yeah, if Josh McDaniels came back. back. Um, The the Tony Pollard thing is interesting. Now, he has the the fractured fibula. That sucks. I, I hope that doesn't hurt him in free agency. Yeah. Fractured fibula, you could probably come back from okay, uh, but he is a burst guy, so it's better than some other injuries. Let's put it that way. I I do believe I saw the time. I I don't want to quote. I don't want to misquote a timeline here, but whatever I saw yesterday, I was shocked by how short it was. How short? What was like the injury timeline? Yeah. Well, because it's not like an Achilles. It's not like tendon. It's just a break. And if it's a clean break, like I've gone to medical school or something, right? This just in. I am not a physician. (laughs) Um. But, yeah, no, it could be worse. That's for sure. Now, the question becomes this. Was Pollard's greatness enhanced by the fact that he didn't have to be the bell cow, right? Zeke, who we all like to bust on because Jarrah, you know, was just, like, convinced, trying to convince himself in, in interviews. Oh, yeah, it's Zeke. He's our guy. Dak, we're going to win a Super Bowl with Dak. That's my Jerry. Oh, I, um, I mean. But, like, does po- Pollard benefited from that to, to a certain degree? I think we can all say that. And the question is, if you go after Tony Pollard in free agency and if you make him your number one, will that change Tony Pollard? Uh, yes, I think it does. Yeah, so it's tricky. Yes, I think it does. But, it, but you know, at the same token, the, there were, there's 
I mean, what NFL team thrives on just one running back these days, right? Like, yeah. it's very rare. No, for right? sure. For sure. You're absolutely right. So, I, I mean, I think he can still be a great addition. You just got to know what, what other personnel you have in that running back room. And, and, you know, yeah, I'm kind of making fun of, you know, Zeke stuff here. But, I mean, you know, I think those two, those two seemingly fell into their roles better this season yep. without any complaint. And people from the outside may way, seem to make way more big of a deal over it over, I mean, really over the past few seasons. But, you know, this season, we finally saw Pollard's numbers start to go up. Well, because it's been three seasons where Pollard's been the better back, right? Yes, and it's yes. just like you're shoving Zeke down our throat to a degree, you know, and it's like enough already. Uh, NBA yesterday, last night, Giannis scored 20 in the first quarter against the Pistons. Bucks yeah, ended up with 150. Back. A one fifty to one thirty win. Chris Middleton back too, right? Yeah, yeah. So the uh, I, that was the Bucks. Uh, we're back at full strength yes. that game. Just watch this. Yeah, just watch this. And then in what is becoming one of the more peculiar ownages in recent NBA history, the Orlando Magic would be Southeast Division title champs <laughs> for some who have those tickets. They beat the Celtics again, three and zero versus the Celtics this season. The Celtics cannot solve the Orlando Magic. They cannot. I mean, they cannot. And uh, Jonathan Isaac returned to the team after missing uh, the past two and a half years. It's incredible. With a knee injury. One thirteen to 98 as a seven and a half point dog plus 255 on the money line. What's funny is I didn't bet the game, but I oh, I got close to betting the the Celtics live a couple times because I'm like, man, like this is you, you lost to the Magic twice already. What, it, what is it about the Magic they cannot figure out? I I mean the the Celtics team was was a little depleted last night. No Marcus Smart, no yeah. Brogdon playing last. They still night. had they still had Tatum and Brown. No, it, no, they did. Yeah. They they absolutely did. Um. I mean, look, I think it's part of the reason why I made bets on the Magic to win the division and over their win total. Like, this <laughs> team is underrated. They have talent. They have they have a couple players that, the, I mean, Bancaro, Franz Wagner, who they drafted last year, is incredible the season that he's having. I, there's a lot of young talent on that team that, look, is it going to be tough for them to put together wins consistently on a night-to-night basis? Yes. They, they, they don't have that true superstar to go to that allows you to orchestrate your offense. Some of these guys are still growing into their roles. But they got the talent, Gil, to, to cause problems for any team in the NBA. Always love you, Paolo Boncaro. The, the, uh, um, you Will a, texted me as soon as the game ended. He's like, if only they could play the Celtics every night. Yeah, that's what everybody said. And then, yeah. you know, the, yeah. and then Drew Didzik and I were talking last night, and he's like, He's like, well, this 1-8 matchup should be a thriller. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> should absolutely. You have an NBA pick tonight? Yeah, I do. I bet the Cavs small. Uh, it looks like Donovan Mitchell will be back tonight. They head into the garden uh, to play the Knicks. Uh, you know, we obviously have the Donovan Mitchell offseason storylines with New York. I'm going to stay away from that and really just more focus on how I believe the New York Knicks, even in their sort of recent stretch of good play, are 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 very overrated team it's one of those like we always do in the nfl season gill of look at the teams that they've beaten over the past few weeks and we're not talking about the greatest teams we're talking about the pistons we're talking about the wizards we're talking about the pacers we're talking about the spurs we're talking about the raptors those are all their wins dating back to january 4th other than that to drop four games in a row uh this cleveland team getting some healthy pieces back tonight uh i laid three with the Cavs. i think you can still find threes out there three and a half uh, took it small. Want to uh, bet it small. Want to wait for official word on Donovan Mitchell. I'll probably add on then. Uh, but yeah, like the Cavs tonight, heading into New York City. All right. Just one note. 
The garden will always be in Boston. Just keep that in mind. Mm. This is the garden in Manhattan. Madison um, Square Garden. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay. NFL. Super Bowl odds once again and MVP odds. And again, we've been you know, we've been talking about the MVP odds for the Super Bowl since before the postseason started here on numbers game and already have in pocket Christian McCaffrey at 18 to one, George Kittle at 80 to one. And we have been marveling at how those numbers have by and large. I mean, in the case of Kittle, you can, you can get better than that. It's stupid. I bet it last night. So I, I bet, I, I mean, I'm with it. We're actually opposite sides in that game. I took a small piece of the Eagles in that game. Did you know? But then I still bet George Kittle at a hundred to one to win Super, M, Super Bowl MVP. So again, the, the you know, Listen, the, the Niners are dogs in this game, so they'd have to overcome that and then win a Super Bowl where who knows what that line will be. By the way, this is shaping up to be like feeling like a pick Super Bowl no matter which way oh, it goes. Totally. Um, but so they got to do both of those things to even have a shot at an MVP, right? So that's why, that's why numbers are bloated as they are, but I would argue too bloated in certain cases. Um, Mahomes still is the short shot, which makes no sense to me. Although, again, if the, the Chiefs somehow figure out a way to win this game against the Bengals, where Mahomes is effective, okay, then Patrick Mahomes deserves the plus 330. But, boy, who's making that bet right now? Anyone? Yeah, I, I, don't, yeah, I don't think you can. Burrow and Hurts at plus 350. Brock Purdy, because, yes, he still is the quarterback at plus 650 for the Niners. And then you see McCaffrey still at 14-1. to Debo still at 28-1. to Bosa's at 50-1. to Jimmy G is sixty to one. Chad, and he's I just want this. And then Kittle's not even on the board. Kittle's like eighty to one or hundred to one or whatever he is. I mean, if the Chiefs were going to win a Super Bowl with Chad Hetty, I, I mean, it's just they're not. I mean, like, the numbers should be even we, longer than that. We right? went like, we went through with the analytics in the in the first segment about why that's not. It's going never going to gonna happen. happen. It's never going to happen. These teams are way too good. Like, I, look, I think those. I I think there's two quarterbacks that if you if you're going to bet. If you like the Eagles or if you like the Bengals to win the Super Bowl, go bet Hurts or Hurts or Burrow. Right? I think those do I think those do correlate really well. Yes. The other two I'd be a little bit more weary of. I, I mean the, the Mahomes just the injury and then we've talked about the 49ers that uh, 49ers we just think that that could go in any other any other direction. Look at those Super Bowl numbers. Eagles plus 245, Chiefs and Bengals plus 265 and the Niners the distant plus 330 long shot. They all just keep moving. It's they all incredible. just keep moving. Didn't we see Kittle at 20 to 1 at some shop last week and now he's back up or something? It's all uh, over. I don't dip. know. Oh yeah, I saw him at, I saw him dip at some shops. But he's but he's widely available. Coming back tennis with Dan Weston. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Just place a single first basket score prop bet on any NBA game, and if your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. And if your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in... Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Just want to uh, read a few of these. This is from AK talking about the uh, Beating the Book Vegas Lifestyle Pod, which is uh, this week we do the championship game uh, megapod on the Beating the Book podcast. Then the week between this and the Super Bowl, we do our Vegas Lifestyle Pod, which is, I want to say, like our 13th annual. That's how long I've been doing a podcast. Um, Isaiah Ringle was asking me about it. I said, it's just a profile on you, Isaiah. (laughs) <laughs> about your life in, in uh, Vegas. AK on Twitter calls it a tradition unlike any other. <laughs> it really is. Uh, Motor City Mike, while everyone else is sleeping on North Carolina, I'm just going to keep adding more tickets on them for the title, knowing they have the same team as last year who are going to kick it up a few notches come March. They all came back for another run. Jesse Welch, Pats fan reporting, hopeful, that's the word, but pessimistically hopeful. Talking about uh, Bill O'Brien coming back. Uh, and before we get to Dan Weston, can I just make this confession, Kelly? And I'm curious if I'm alone. Am I the only one who was caught off guard by the fact that this 80 for Brady thing is actually a movie? You can, oh, man, we can't bring this up uh, before Dan. There's a, we, could have, we could talk about this for 10 minutes. <laughs> no, you brought it up on the break, and I was like, I've been meaning to bring this up for, I, like, a month now. They've been running previews for it. Like, I didn't get what it was, and then all of a sudden there were movie, like, full trailers, and it's like fried green tomatoes with Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. I don't know who it's for. That, when I see movies like movie previews like this, I'm just like, who, who's this for? What's oh, the dem- target audience? Demographically, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll tell you who. Uh, 
uh, older uh, female Patriot fans who love Tony. Yeah, That's I mean, like, if it happened to be on TV, my mother might watch it. Who else would watch that movie? I don't know, but she not, it's not like she's going to the movie theaters to see this. Wow, I was shocked. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know that he knows anything about 80 for Brady. I'm curious if he knows uh, about uh, NFL football, though, uh, from across the pond, kind enough to join us. It's afternoon over there in England. It's Dan Weston from, uh, Dan Weston, rather, from Pinnacle and Betfair and Tennis Globally at Tennis Ratings. How you doing, Dano? I am good, Gil. Yeah, um, know a little bit about American football. I was I was over in America a while back and uh, watched a couple of games, but uh, I'm not. I wouldn't say I, I knew too much about it. What is your What is your impression of the sport? Do you Do you watch it and go, "What the heck is this"? No, do you know what? Right, I, I really I really enjoyed watching it. For me, the the, the one negative is that there's too many. Yeah, commercial breaks involved. It's almost like <laughs> it's, it's four bad. hours of breaks interspersed with a little bit of sport. Yeah, a little, and, and a little bit of sport. Yes. Yeah. That's what the that's what the Australia, you know, in Australia, that's their biggest knock on NFL football is oh, real tough. Then you get to rest after every play. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. comparing it to theirs, they're more uh, physical sports over there. Uh, okay, Dan, what a tournament this has been, huh? I mean, mm-hmm. what, what you know, sort of shot. Let's well. We still we still love that it's I mean we don't love but we still know that it's Novak Djokovic's tournament to lose on the men's side and in fact uh, you know we have a little note here that he he had to sort of defend himself uh, defend himself he said I don't need to prove anything to anyone as he responded to people saying he is faking his injury at the Australian Open dominant mm-hmm. in the straights that win against Alex Dimonor on Monday um, you don't think anybody else has a real shot at this do you not even Sitsipas right. Yeah, so if Djokovic is is fit, then I think that yeah, obviously it's it's his to lose. Now we're talking about him having a roughly seventy percent chance of winning the event uh, with six players left in the field, and I think that that that's still on the low side if he's fully fit. Um, Sits a pass. I mean, he's he's like one of the bane of my life, honestly. Like <laughs> Me he, too. He, he um, honestly he. He he gets through these handicap lines by like the skin of his teeth. Forty three out of forty nine break points he saved in this tournament. Oh. I don't know if you knew that as a stat. I mean that's unbelievable, just unsustainable. Uh, but it's got him to this stage with kind of winning every kind of tight match. Uh, it, what looks to be relatively easy, but actually really isn't. You know, Leheka was zero eight on break points yesterday. Don't I know it? I had yeah. Le- I had Lehechka two ways. I took him as a flyer to win it all, but I also had over in games. If he wins that mm. tiebreaker, and I know you had what did you what was your bet on Lehechka yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Well, just to win a set. Plus to win a set. Sets. We both would have. Yeah, we both would have won. You on know, that. yeah. He converts one break point. He's got an amazing chance of winning a set. At least. Uh, um, yeah, and and, and and so I don't I don't see Sitsipas as a threat to fit Djokovic at least. Do you have a play? I'm going to, I don't know if you do on the Djokovic match. I'm going to assume not. Maybe you do. But what about mm-hmm. the uh, Battle of the Americans in the quarters tonight? Tommy Paul and Ben Shelton. Anything there? Or is that properly priced as well with Paul, the no, big favorite? I, I'm intrigued by this kind of all American clash. Um, probably two names you wouldn't have thought would have been fighting in the, the quarterfinals of a Grand Slam for a semifinal spot between them. Um, but, you know, fair play. Fair play to them. Ben Shelton is someone I've kind of ridden the train of a little bit, uh, and uh, I like I, I like the fact I feel like he's quite underrated by the market. 
statistically, he's got a kind of a fairly similar dynamic, or maybe a diluted Riley Apelka dynamic, if you like, where he's got a very strong service holding over 90% in his career so far. A uh, little better on return than the likes of Apelka and John Isner. Um, but, but he's going to be hard to break. I mean, what we don't know is, of course, how how he's going to react in this um, kind of arena quarterfinals of a Grand Slam when a year ago he was ranked outside the top 500. Um, so, yeah, that's an intangible. But I actually think that he's got a, a chance in this, um, certainly on game handicap lines and stuff like that, because his service numbers are so good, it's going to be tough to break. And, yeah. uh, you know, and, and, and that leads itself to to tie-break shootouts and, and one-break sets and one break point sets and stuff like that. And sometimes they're the high variance spots. So I can see Shelton like at least keeping us close at the very, very least. Did you back it up with a bet or you still want, or you still, you just yeah. want to sit back and watch it? No, I'm, I'm working on the bet fair stuff at the moment. And, and I think something like in the, in the region of four and a half game head start on Shelton, at roughly even money or just shy of even money is not, not too bad a spot. Um, it's not, it's not massive, but, but it's probably the best spot of the day. I think for, for, uh, the men's side for sure. Yeah. Now I'm curious about the ladies' side. First of all, I I made I made a couple bets yesterday. I it's sort of an mm. anti Sabalenka bet. I you can do those exact as where it's Djokovic Pagula, Djokovic uh, Rubakina, Djokovic Sabalenka. You could get Djokovic and Rubakina and Djokovic and Pagula at plus four seventy five if they oh, both win yeah. respective sides. And and the the thinking being that Djokovic is a lock on that side. So you're really just betting on the ladies' side. So I went ahead and did that for Rabakina Pagula. Pagula couldn't even get past last night. She got rolled by Azarenka. Mm-hmm. Rabakina is the short shot to win the tournament now. It's really between her and Sabalenka, although, although Vika Azarenka has really dropped a lot. Um, do you believe it's either Rabakina or Sabalenka at this point? No, I don't. I think that there's, there's, you know, it's wide open. You know, we've said this so many times in, in women's grand slams before. Mm-hmm. You know, 20 or 30 players can turn up to this tournament and have a decent, decent chance of at least getting to like so quarterfinals. And, and, you know, sometimes from there, variance does take its take its toll. You play well on the day and you can get through. I mean, look at this. Through the Carolina Pliskova, she's favorite tomorrow. She's 13.5 on Betfair in the outright market, right? It's a fourth favorite. Yeah, she's nowhere near as good as, as, as what she was at her peak. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yet yeah, she's probably got now uh, as good a chance, or not far from as, as good a chance of winning a Grand Slam as, as she's ever had. So, you know, it's wide open. It really is. That's a that's a tough match because I want to bet Magdalenette. I may yet, mm-hmm. right? But it's the will Pliskova have her great serve, and that will just crush everything about that. You know, you don't know. Yeah, but well, that's the thing, and that's what it's going to come down to on the day. I mean, Lynette won their last match, but Pliskova has historically dominated their career. Yeah. Head, head series. Um, the thing with with Lynette versus Piscopo, if we look at six month all service data, actually, um, Lynette has won more a higher percentage of service points yeah. than Piscopo. So, um, you know, yeah. uh, it's certainly not given that Piscopo is going to serve her way to the semifinals. I don't think. Yeah, Lynette's data six month and twelve month is is somewhat superior. Uh, but mm. yes, the Pl- the Pliskova serve is the great uh, the great mitigator of it. Any play on that match or on the Sabalenka Vekic match? Yeah, we're kind of uh, in in agreement about this somehow opposing Sabalenka yeah. spot. Uh, um, and one one thing I noticed we've spoken about this before in in slams is this deviation between match pricing and the outright pricing. So on Betfair at the moment, Sabalenka's three point three, very similar to the plus two twenty you got there. Beckett's is nineteen. 
Oh, I think we lost Dan's audio there. Dan, yeah, yeah, sorry. I was, yeah, yeah Vekic quick. is such a bigger price in the outrights compared to Sabalenka. Okay, Dan, I got I to gotta run. Any play on that match tonight, either way? Not right now, but, but I'm going to have another look later. Okay, look, we'll look for Dan's Betfair uh, pieces to see if he has a play on that one. Coming back, some football with Sia Najad. It's a numbers game at Visa in the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.